Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. So I have a question for you. Sure. What is belly time? You keep bringing it up as like the utmost important thing. So belly time is this ritual that we do in postpartum, meaning after you give birth, you sit in front of the mirror (laughs) and then you stare at yourself and you play with your belly because after giving birth, your belly has gone jiggly and it's just full of flabs and you are just standing there for a good 10 minutes and you're just blah, 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 and that's belly time. So I have a bunch of candles that I got for this ritual. Is it a different kind of ritual? <laughs> just kidding. I don't do that. I do occasionally like slap my belly because it's like still, you know, it's only been two months after I've given birth and I haven't had time to work out. It gives a whole new meaning to the words jelly belly. <laughs> yeah, it does jiggle like like uh and it's not like a a beer belly, like when a man has a beer belly, like it's firm, it's hard. And they're like lump. This is like there's abs under there. I yeah, swear. This is like literally just jiggly. Like just imagine <laughs> jiggliness. Like if you poke it, it goes jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Like it's the craziest thing. And I remember, like, we'll get to what belly time really is. But I remember right after I gave birth. Um, I think it was like the day after. And Demetri was like poking my belly and it had, it was like the weirdest feeling because for nine plus months, like I, like my belly was really hard because there's a baby <laughs> in there. Right. But immediately when the baby comes out, like it just becomes like the shape is still there. Like it's the size is still there, but it's just like nothing is in there. It's as if it's like an, an air balloon. Mm-hmm. where there's just air on the inside a water balloon. yeah it's like a water balloon it's like just water on the inside and then you poke it it kind of like jiggles about about and it's just like the weirdest feeling to have but anyway um belly time or tummy time is when you uh for babies of course um when you put the baby lying down on their belly and as soon as like their their umbilical cord falls off so so fun fact, I didn't know that like when you have a baby, the umbilical cord is still there and it has to dry and then fall off on its own. I just thought that you cut it and then like it shrinks into like whether an Audi or a, uh, an, an indie. And apparently like it doesn't really matter like how you cut it either. Like what? Oh, yeah. And you will notice like the first time you watch a baby actually get born. There are two colors to everything. There's the umbilical cord, which is like very white once all the blood drains from it. Uh-huh. And then there's the baby skin. It literally looks they like They are rubber. two different things. You yeah. cut the umbilical cord, not the baby's, not anywhere near the baby, basically. I didn't know that. So like whether the baby has an Audi or an Indy does not, is not dictated by how far away or how close you cut the umbilical cord. Nothing to do. Fun fact. Interesting. And then the umbilical cord, I did not know that it's a different type of material from the baby's skin and mm-hmm. that it will dry up and it like... Self-separate. And it just falls off. It's like a little hard rubber that falls off or dried up skin, like mm-hmm. rubber, and then it gets dried up if it's in the sun. And then it's just hard. And I swear, like, 
the first few weeks of breastfeeding, that thing was stabbing me in the gut so much <laughs> because it was drying out and it was getting crispier and crispier to the point where it's like a hard piece of plastic at that point. Mm. That's what it felt like. And it kept jabbing me in the belly. But yeah, once that falls off, you can do belly time. The, the point of belly time is you want to be able to help the baby strength or strengthen their back muscle, their neck muscle, and their shoulder muscle by placing them on their belly and naturally forcing them to lift their head, lift their head, and yeah. not suffocate by having them face plant into the floor. Yeah. So of course it has to be done supervised. Mm-hmm. You can't just leave the baby. And you there. start it off for like just ten seconds at a time. Right? Yeah. Up to a minute, and then. It, as the day go by, as the week go by, you maybe increase it another minute each time. And the the whole point is to help them strengthen the the, the muscles so that they can keep their head up upright without you constantly need to support their head. So that's what belly time is for a baby. Mm-hmm. And it, it's really interesting because their neck like starts off being completely unable to support their head. And as time goes on, they that neck gets very powerful, and they throw that head around like no one's business. Yeah. So uh, they they are they are certainly trying in their immobile state to like move it around, and belly time helps them. Right, mm-hmm. it gives them it, it helps them even it out. Right, and there's another reason for it. It's also to even out the skull. Right, because the skull is still soft. Um, and you don't want them always lying on the same spot because they will literally flatten their sure, head. Sure, yeah, right? belly, I mean, yeah, it's one way to think about it. But, I mean, if you think about it, you're only having the baby doing it, like, maybe a total of, like, four or five minutes a day total. But the, that's four or five minutes that they're not putting Not pressure. on their head. Yeah. So, yeah, you can do that. But the in order for the baby not to have a lopsided head, you just need to constantly rotate their heads. Like, if they're constantly facing one direction to sleep, mm-hmm. occasionally turn it the other way, you know? But this one is fine. Like, she, she seems to be able to turn her neck very easily. Like, turn her head side to side very easily, so. And she's starting to get a little bit better at the belly time, raising her neck, her head. But we still struggle because we're very sleep deprived. So, like, in order to be able to do belly time, we need to, like, carve out a minute or two each time to really do it, right? But it also... And you might say, oh, it's just a minute or two. How hard can that be? Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) It's hard when you're sleep deprived. And it's, it's hard, too, because up until, like, this point, all she would do is eat and sleep and eat and sleep and poop and pee. Like, there's no awake time where... There's no time where she's, like, actually alert enough to do that and you want to make sure the baby is wide awake to do that do not put them when they're sleeping mm-hmm. not so, to mention they suggest to do it do it after they feed says a doctor i guess who has not encountered a baby spit up every single time they feed like i i don't know why that's the suggestion i guess it's the time that they're most alert well it's because they're not fussy because normally babies wake up when they're hungry Mm-hmm. So you don't want to delay feeding them just because you want to do belly time. So it suggests that you feed them first to make them happy and then do belly time. But then the problem with feeding them is that they spit up everywhere and then they lose all that precious milk that you work so hard to pump. <laughs> it's just 
just all night. So, yeah. But it's, uh, so far we've been trying to do it more regularly. And it's only up until now that she's starting to be more awake during the day. Like awake but not hungry. Yeah, awake <laughs> and not hungry and not sleeping. And she's eight, she's comfortable, like, just lying there or you carrying her and she's not fussing. Then we can do tummy time. Otherwise, mm-hmm. like, you can't really do it. She's a, she's a very precious little nugget. As I tell her every day. <laughs> right now, she's doing podcast time. She's sleeping in my arms right now. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.